0: Welcome to today's Triple Z. The Triple Z Podcast is a daily program that you can use to help you fall asleep each night. Just turn down the volume, lay back, relax, and enjoy as you fall asleep. We saw that our podcast was topping the charts in the United Kingdom. So we are going to read their Wikipedia entry. Let's learn about this interesting country in the dullest way possible. If you enjoy our program, please be sure to write us a review on your podcast platform and share us with a friend. You both might sleep just a little better at night. Our website is triple Z, that's 3Zs.media. You can also like and share our content on Facebook or our Instagram account ZZZ underscore media underscore podcast. Music for today's episode was provided by The Sleep Channel on Spotify. The United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland, commonly known as the United Kingdom, UK or Britain, is a country in Europe off the northwestern coast of the continental mainland. It comprises England, Scotland, Wales, and Northern Ireland. The United Kingdom includes the island of Great Britain, the northeastern part of the island of Ireland, and many smaller islands within the British Isles. Northern Ireland shares a land border with the Republic of Ireland, otherwise, the United Kingdom is surrounded by the Atlantic Ocean, the North Sea, the English Channel, the Celtic Sea and the Irish Sea. The total area of the United Kingdom is 242,495 square kilometers, 93,628 square miles, with an estimated 2020 population of more than 67 million people. The United Kingdom has evolved from a series of annexations, unions and separations of constituent countries over several hundred years. The Treaty of Union between the Kingdom of England, which included Wales, annexed in 1542, and the Kingdom of Scotland in 1707 formed the Kingdom of Great Britain. Its union in 1801 with the Kingdom of Ireland created the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Ireland. Most of Ireland seceded from the UK in 1922, leaving the present United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland, which formally adopted that name in 1927. The nearby Isle of Man, Guernsey, and Jersey are not part of the UK, being Crown Dependencies but the British government is responsible for their defense and international representation. There are also 14 British overseas territories, the last remnants of the British Empire which, at its height in the 1920s, encompassed almost a quarter of the world's landmass and a third of the world's population and was the largest empire in history. British influence can be observed in the language, culture and the legal and political systems of many of its former colonies. The United Kingdom is a constitutional monarchy and parliamentary democracy. The capital and largest city is London, a global city and financial centre with a metropolitan area population of over 14 million. Other major cities include Birmingham, Manchester, Glasgow. Liverpool, and Leeds. Scotland, Wales, and Northern Ireland have their own devolved governments, each with varying powers. The UK became the world's first industrialised country and was the world's foremost power during the 19th and early 20th centuries, during a period of unchallenged global hegemony known as Pax Britannica. In the 21st century, The UK remains a great power and has significant economic, cultural, military, scientific, technological and political influence internationally. The United Kingdom has the world's sixth largest economy by nominal gross domestic product and the eighth largest by purchasing power parity. It has a high income economy and a very high Human Development Index Rating, ranking 18th in the world. It also performs well in international rankings of education, healthcare, and life expectancy. It is a recognized nuclear state and is ranked 4th globally in military expenditure. It has been a permanent member of the United Nations Security Council since its first session in 1946. The United Kingdom is a member of the Commonwealth of Nations, the Council of Europe, the G7, the Group of Ten, the G20, Five Eyes, the United Nations, NATO, AUKUS, the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development, OECD, Interpol, and the World Trade Organization, WDO. The UK is also considered a part of the Big Four, or G4, an unofficial grouping of important European nations. It was a member state of the European Communities EC, and its successor, the European Union EU, from its accession in 1973 until its withdrawal in 2020 following a referendum held in 2016. In 43 AD, Britannia referred to the Roman province that encompassed modern-day England and Wales. Great Britain encompassed the whole island, taking in the land north of the River Forth known to the Romans as Caledonia in modern Scotland, i.e. Greater Britain In the Middle Ages, the name Britain was also applied to a small part of France now known as Brittany. As a result, Great Britain, likely from the French Grande Britannia, came into use to refer specifically to the island with Brittany often referred to as Little Britain. However, that name had no official significance until 1707 when the island's kingdoms of England and Scotland were united as the Kingdom of Great Britain. The Acts of Union 1707 declared that the Kingdom of England and Kingdom of Scotland were united into one kingdom by the name of Great Britain. The term United Kingdom has occasionally been used as a description for the former Kingdom of Great Britain, although its official name from 1707 to 1800 was simply Great Britain. The Acts of Union 1800 united the kingdoms of Great Britain and Ireland in 1801, forming the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Ireland. Following the partition of Ireland and the independence of the Irish Free State in 1922, which left Northern Ireland as the only part of the island of Ireland within the United Kingdom, the name was changed to the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland. Although the United Kingdom is a sovereign country, England, Scotland, Wales and Northern Ireland are also widely referred to as countries. The UK Prime Minister's website has used the phrase countries within a country to describe the United Kingdom. Some statistical summaries, such as those for the 12 Nuts 1 regions of the United Kingdom refer to Scotland, Wales and Northern Ireland as regions. Northern Ireland is also referred to as a province. With regard to Northern Ireland, the descriptive name used can be controversial with the choice often revealing one's political preferences. The term Great Britain conventionally refers to the island of Great Britain or politically to England, Scotland and Wales in combination. It is sometimes used as a loose synonym for the United Kingdom as a whole. The word England is occasionally used incorrectly to refer to the United Kingdom as a whole, a mistake principally made by people from outside the UK. The term Britain is used both as a synonym for Great Britain and as a synonym for the United Kingdom. Usage is mixed, The UK government prefers to use the term UK rather than Britain or British on its own website, except when referring to embassies, while acknowledging that both terms refer to the United Kingdom and that elsewhere British government is used at least as frequently as United Kingdom government. The UK Permanent Committee on Geographical Names recognizes United Kingdom, UK and UK As shortened and abbreviated geopolitical terms for the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland in its toponymic guidelines. It does not list Britain but notes that it is only the one specific nominal term Great Britain which invariably excludes Northern Ireland. The BBC historically preferred to use Britain as shorthand only for Great Britain, though the present style guide does not take a position except that Great Britain excludes Northern Ireland. The adjective British is commonly used to refer to matters relating to the United Kingdom and is used in law to refer to United Kingdom citizenship and matters to do with nationality people of the United Kingdom use several different terms to describe their national identity and may identify themselves as being British, English, Scottish, Welsh, Northern Irish or Irish or as having a combination of different national identities. The official designation for a citizen of the United Kingdom is British Citizen. Settlement by anatomically modern humans of what was to become the United Kingdom occurred in waves, beginning by about 30,000 years ago. By the end of the region's prehistoric period, the population is thought to have belonged, in the main, to a culture termed Insular Celtic, comprising Brittonic Britain and Gaelic Ireland. The Roman conquest, beginning in 43 AD, and the 400-year rule of Southern Britain, was followed by an invasion by Germanic Anglo Saxon settlers, reducing the Britonic area mainly to what was to become Wales, Cornwall, and, until the latter stages of the Anglo Saxon settlement, the Hen Ogald, Northern England, and parts of Southern Scotland. Most of the region settled by the Anglo Saxons became unified as the Kingdom of England in the 10th century. Meanwhile, Gaelic speakers in Northwest Britain with connections to the northeast of Ireland and traditionally supposed to have migrated from there in the 5th century, united with the Picts to create the Kingdom of Scotland in the 9th century. In 1066, the Normans invaded England from northern France. After conquering England, they seized large parts of Wales, conquered much of Ireland and were invited to settle in Scotland bringing to each country feudalism on the Northern French model and Norman French culture. The Anglo-Norman ruling class greatly influenced but eventually assimilated with each of the local cultures. Subsequent medieval English kings completed the conquest of Wales and made unsuccessful attempts to annex Scotland. Asserting its independence in the 1320 Declaration of Arbroath Scotland maintained its independence thereafter, albeit in near-constant conflict with England. The English monarchs, through inheritance of substantial territories in France and claims to the French crown, were also heavily involved in conflicts in France, most notably the Hundred Years War, while the Kings of Scots were in an alliance with the French during this period. Early modern Britain saw religious conflict resulting from the Reformation and the introduction of Protestant state churches in each country. Wales was fully incorporated into the Kingdom of England and Ireland was constituted as a kingdom in personal union with the English Crown. In what was to become Northern Ireland, The lands of the independent Catholic Gaelic nobility were confiscated and given to Protestant settlers from England and Scotland. The English Reformation ushered in political, constitutional, social and cultural change in the 16th century. Moreover, it defined a national identity for England and slowly, but profoundly, changed people's religious beliefs and established the Church of England. In 1603, the kingdoms of England, Scotland and Ireland were united in a personal union when James VI, King of Scots, inherited the crowns of England and Ireland and moved his court from Edinburgh to London. Each country nevertheless remained a separate political entity and retained its separate political, legal and religious institutions. In the mid-17th century, All three kingdoms were involved in a series of connected wars, including the English Civil War, which led to the temporary overthrow of the monarchy with the execution of King Charles I and the establishment of the short-lived Unitary Republic of the Commonwealth of England, Scotland and Ireland. Although the monarchy was restored, The Interregnum along with the Glorious Revolution of 1688 and the subsequent Bill of Rights 1689 in England and Claim of Right Act 1689 in Scotland ensured that, unlike much of the rest of Europe, royal absolutism would not prevail and a professed Catholic could never accede to the throne. The British Constitution would develop on the basis of constitutional monarchy and the parliamentary system. With the founding of the Royal Society in 1660, science was greatly encouraged. During this period, particularly in England, the development of naval power and the interest in voyages of discovery led to the acquisition and settlement of overseas colonies, particularly in North America and the Caribbean. But previous attempts at uniting the two kingdoms within Great Britain in 1606, 1667, and 1689 had proved unsuccessful, the attempt initiated in 1705 led to the Treaty of Union of 1706 being agreed and ratified by both parliaments. On May 1, 1707, the Kingdom of Great Britain was formed, the result of Acts of Union being passed by the Parliaments of England and Scotland to ratify the 1706 Treaty of Union and so unite the two kingdoms. In the 18th century, cabinet government developed under Robert Walpole, in practice the first Prime Minister, 1721 to 1742. A series of Jacobite uprisings sought to remove the Protestant House of Hanover from the British throne and restore the Catholic House of Stuart. The Jacobites were finally defeated at the Battle of Culloden in 1746 after which the Scottish Highlanders were brutally suppressed. The British colonies in North America that broke away from Britain in the American War of Independence became the United States of America recognized by Britain in 1783. British imperial ambition turned towards Asia, particularly to India. Britain played a leading part in the Atlantic slave trade mainly between 1662 and 1807 when British or British colonial slave ships transported nearly 3.3 million slaves from Africa. The slaves were taken to work on plantations in British possessions principally in the Caribbean but also North America. Slavery coupled with the Caribbean sugar industry had a significant role in strengthening and developing the British economy in the 18th century. However, Parliament banned the trade in 1807, banned slavery in the British Empire in 1833, and Britain took a role in the movement to abolish slavery worldwide through the blockade of Africa and pressing other nations to end their trade with a series of treaties. The term United Kingdom became official in 1801 when the parliaments of Great Britain and Ireland each passed an act of union, uniting the two kingdoms and creating the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Ireland. After the defeat of France at the end of the French Revolutionary Wars and Napoleonic Wars (1792–1815), the United Kingdom emerged as the principal naval and imperial power of the 19th century with London the largest city in the world from about 1830. Unchallenged at sea, British dominance was later described as Pax Britannica, British peace, A period of relative peace among the Great Powers, 1815 to 1914, during which the British Empire became the global hegemon and adopted the role of global policeman. By the time of the Great Exhibition of 1851, Britain was described as the workshop of the world. From 1853 to 1856. Britain took part in the Crimean War, allied with the Ottoman Empire in the fight against the Russian Empire, participating in the naval battles of the Baltic Sea known as the Åland War in the Gulf of Bothnia and the Gulf of Finland, among others. The British Empire was expanded to include India, large parts of Africa and many other territories throughout the world. Alongside the formal control it exerted over its own colonies, British dominance of much of world trade meant that it effectively controlled the economies of many regions such as Asia and Latin America. Political attitudes favored free trade and laissez-faire policies and a gradual widening of the voting franchise. During the century, the population increased at a dramatic rate accompanied by rapid urbanization causing significant social and economic stresses. To seek new markets and sources of raw materials, the Conservative Party under Disraeli launched a period of imperialist expansion in Egypt, South Africa, and elsewhere. Canada, Australia, and New Zealand became self-governing dominions. After the turn of the century, Britain's industrial dominance was challenged by Germany and the United States. Social reform and home rule for Ireland were important domestic issues after 1900. The Labour Party emerged from an alliance of trade unions and small socialist groups in 1900 and suffragettes campaigned from before 1914 for women's right to vote. Britain was one of the principal allies that fought against the Central Powers in the First World War, 1914 to 1918 alongside their French, Russian and, after 1917, American counterparts, British armed forces were engaged across much of the British Empire and in several regions of Europe, particularly on the Western Front. The high fatalities of trench warfare caused the loss of much of a generation of men with lasting social effects in the nation and a great disruption in the social order. After the war, Britain became a permanent member of the Executive Council of the League of Nations and received a mandate over a number of former German and Ottoman colonies. The British Empire reached its greatest extent, covering a fifth of the world's land surface and a quarter of its population. Britain had suffered 2.5 million casualties and finished the war with a huge national debt. The consequences of the war persuaded the government to expand the right to vote in national and local elections with the representation of the People Act 1918. By the mid-1920s, most of the British population could listen to BBC radio programs. Experimental television broadcasts began in 1929 and the first scheduled BBC television service commenced in 1936. The rise of Irish nationalism and disputes within Ireland over the terms of Irish Home Rule led eventually to the partition of the island in 1921. The Irish Free State became independent initially with Dominion status in 1922 and unambiguously independent in 1931. Northern Ireland remained part of the United Kingdom. The 1928 Equal Franchise Act gave women electoral equality with men in national elections. A wave of strikes in the mid-1920s culminated in the general strike of 1926. Britain had still not recovered from the effects of the First World War when the Great Depression, 1929-1932, occurred. This led to considerable unemployment and hardship in the old industrial areas as well as political and social unrest in the 1930s with rising membership in communist and socialist parties. A coalition government was formed in 1931. Nonetheless, Britain was a very wealthy country, formidable in arms ruthless in pursuit of its interests and sitting at the heart of a global production system. After Nazi Germany invaded Poland, Britain entered the Second World War by declaring war on Germany in 1939. Winston Churchill became Prime Minister and head of a coalition government in 1940. Despite the defeat of its European allies in the first year of the war, Britain and its empire continued the war against Germany. Churchill engaged industry, scientists and engineers to advise and support the government and the military in the prosecution of the war effort. In 1940, the Royal Air Force defeated the German Luftwaffe in a struggle for control of the skies in the Battle of Britain. Urban areas suffered heavy bombing during the Blitz. The Grand Alliance of Britain, the United States, and the Soviet Union formed in 1941, leading the Allies against the Axis powers. There were eventual hard fought victories in the Battle of the Atlantic, the North Africa Campaign, and the Italian Campaign. British forces played an important role in the Normandy landings of 1944 and the liberation of Europe achieved with its allies the United States, the Soviet Union and other allied countries. The British Army led the Burma campaign against Japan and the British Pacific Fleet fought Japan at sea. British scientists contributed to the Manhattan Project to design a nuclear weapon which led to the surrender of Japan. During the Second World War, The UK was one of the big three powers, along with the US. And the Soviet Union, who met to plan the post-war world, it was an original signatory to the declaration by United Nations. After the war, the UK became one of the five permanent members of the United Nations Security Council and worked closely with the United States to establish the IMF, World Bank, and NATO. The war left the UK severely weakened and financially dependent on the Marshall Plan, but it was spared the total war that devastated Eastern Europe. In the immediate post-war years, the Labour government initiated a radical program of reforms which had a significant effect on British society in the following decades. Major industries and public utilities were nationalized, A welfare state was established and a comprehensive, publicly funded healthcare system, the National Health Service, was created. The rise of nationalism in the colonies coincided with Britain's now much diminished economic position so that a policy of decolonization was unavoidable. Independence was granted to India and Pakistan in 1947. Over the next three decades, most colonies of the British Empire gained their independence, with all those that sought independence supported by the UK during both the transition period and afterwards. Many became members of the Commonwealth of Nations. The UK was the third country to develop a nuclear weapons arsenal with its first atomic bomb test, Operation Hurricane, in 1952 but the new post-war limits of Britain's international role were illustrated by the Suez Crisis of 1956. The international spread of the English language ensured the continuing international influence of its literature and culture. As a result of a shortage of workers in the 1950s, the government encouraged immigration from Commonwealth countries. In the following decades, the UK became a more multi-ethnic society than before. Despite rising living standards in the late 1950s and 1960s, the UK's economic performance was less successful than many of its main competitors such as France, West Germany, and Japan. In the decades long process of European integration, the UK was a founding member of the alliance called the Western European Union, established with the London and Paris Conferences in 1954. In 1960, the UK was one of the seven founding members of the European Free Trade Association, EFTA, but in 1973 it left to join the European Communities, EC. When the EC became the European Union (EU) in 1992, the UK was one of the 12 founding member states. The Treaty of Lisbon, signed in 2007, forms the constitutional basis of the European Union since then. From the late 1960s, Northern Ireland suffered communal and paramilitary violence, sometimes affecting other parts of the UK, conventionally known as the Troubles. It is usually considered to have ended with the Belfast Good Friday Agreement of 1998. Following a period of widespread economic slowdown and industrial strife in the 1970s, the conservative government of the 1980s under Margaret Thatcher initiated a radical policy of monetarism, deregulation, particularly of the financial sector, for example, the Big Bang in 1986, and labor markets, the sale of state-owned companies, privatization, and the withdrawal of subsidies to others. From 1984, the economy was helped by the inflow of substantial North Sea oil revenues. Around the end of the 20th century, There were major changes to the governance of the UK with the establishment of devolved administrations for Scotland, Wales, and Northern Ireland. The statutory incorporation followed acceptance of the European Convention on Human Rights. The UK remained a great power with global diplomatic and military influence and a leading role in the United Nations and NATO. The UK broadly supported the United States' approach to the war on terror in the early years of the 21st century. Controversy surrounded some of Britain's overseas military deployments, particularly in Afghanistan and Iraq. The 2008 global financial crisis severely affected the UK economy. The Cameron The Clegg coalition government of 2010 introduced austerity measures intended to tackle the substantial public deficits which resulted. The devolved Scottish government and UK government agreed for a referendum to be held on Scottish independence in 2014. This referendum resulted in the electorate in Scotland voting by 55.3 to 44.7% for Scotland to remain part of the United Kingdom. In 2016, 51.9% of voters in the United Kingdom voted to leave the European Union. The UK left the EU on January 31, 2020 and completed its withdrawal in full at the end of that year. The COVID-19 pandemic had a severe impact on the UK's economy, caused major disruptions to education and had far-reaching impacts on society and politics in 2020 and 2021. On September 8, 2022, Elizabeth II, the longest-living and longest-reigning British monarch, died at the age of 96. Upon the Queen's death, her eldest child Charles, Prince of Wales acceded to the British throne as King Charles III. The total area of the United Kingdom is approximately 244,820 square kilometers, 94,530 square miles. The country occupies the major part of the British Isles archipelago and includes the island of Great Britain the northeastern one-sixth of the island of Ireland and some smaller surrounding islands. It lies between the North Atlantic Ocean and the North Sea with the southeast coast coming within 22 miles (35 kilometers) of the coast of northern France, from which it is separated by the English Channel. In 1993, 10% of the UK was forested used for pastures and 25% cultivated for agriculture. The Royal Greenwich Observatory in London was chosen as the defining point of the Prime Meridian in Washington D.C. in 1884, although due to more accurate modern measurement the meridian actually lies 100 meters to the east of the observatory. The United Kingdom lies between latitudes 49 degrees and 61 degrees north and longitudes 9 degrees west and 2 degrees east. Northern Ireland shares a 224 mile (360 kilometers) land boundary with the Republic of Ireland. The coastline of Great Britain is 11,073 miles (17,820 kilometers) long. It is connected to continental Europe by the Channel Tunnel, which at 31 miles, 50 kilometers, 24 miles, 38 kilometers underwater is the longest underwater tunnel in the world. The UK contains for terrestrial ecoregions, Celtic broadleaf forests, English Lowlands Beach forests, North Atlantic moist mixed forests, and Caledon conifer forests. The country had a 2019 Forest Landscape Integrity Index mean score of 1.65-10, ranking it 161 th globally out of 172 countries. Most of the United Kingdom has a temperate climate with generally cool temperatures and plentiful rainfall all year round. The temperature varies with the season seldom dropping below 0 degrees Celsius 32 degrees Fahrenheit or rising above 30 degrees Celsius 86 degrees Fahrenheit. Some parts away from the coast of Upland England, Wales, Northern Ireland and most of Scotland experience a subpolar oceanic climate Higher elevations in Scotland experience a continental subarctic climate DFC, and the mountains experience a tender climate The prevailing wind is from the southwest and bears frequent spells of mild and wet weather from the Atlantic Ocean, although the eastern parts are mostly sheltered from this wind since the majority of the rain falls over the western regions, the eastern parts are therefore the driest. Atlantic Currents warmed by the gulf stream, bring mild winters, especially in the west where winters are wet and even more so over high ground. Summers are warmest in the southeast of England and coolest in the north. Heavy snowfall can occur in winter and early spring on high ground and occasionally settles to great depth away from the hills. The average total annual sunshine in the United Kingdom is 1,339.7 hours, which is just under 30% of the maximum possible. The maximum hours of sunshine possible in one year is approximately 4,476 hours. The hours of sunshine vary from 1,200 to about 1,580 hours per year, And since 1996, the UK has been and still is receiving above the 1981-2010 to average hours of Sunshine United Kingdom is ranked 4 out of 180 countries in the Environmental Performance Index. A law has been passed that UK greenhouse gas emissions will be net zero by 2050. England accounts for just over half, 53% of the total area of the UK Covering 130,395 square kilometres, 50,350 square miles. Most of the country consists of lowland terrain, with more upland and some mountainous terrain northwest of the Tees EXE line, including the Lake District, the Pennines, Exmoor, and Dartmoor. The main rivers and estuaries are the Thames, Severn, and the Humber. England's highest mountain is Scaffold Pike, 978 metres, 3,209 feet, in the Lake District. Scotland accounts for just under one-third of the total area of the UK, covering 78,772 square kilometres, 30,410 square miles. This includes nearly 800 islands, predominantly west and north of the mainland, notably the Hebrides, Orkney Islands and Shetland Islands. Scotland is the most mountainous country in the UK and its topography is distinguished by the Highland Boundary Fault, a geological rock fracture which traverses Scotland from Arran in the west to Stonehaven in the east. The fault separates two distinctively different regions, namely the highlands to the north and west, and the lowlands to the south and east. The more rugged highland region contains the majority of Scotland's mountainous land, including Ben Nevis, which at 1,345 meters for 1,413 feet) is the highest point in the British Isles. Lowland areas especially the narrow waste of land between the Firth of Clyde and the Firth of Forth known as the Central Belt, are flatter and home to most of the population including Glasgow, Scotland's largest city, and Edinburgh, its capital and political centre, although upland and mountainous terrain lies within the Southern Uplands. Wales accounts for less than one-tenth 9% of the total area of the UK covering 20,779 square square kilometres Wales is mostly mountainous, though South Wales is less mountainous than North and Mid-Wales. The main population and industrial areas are in South Wales, consisting of the coastal cities of Cardiff, Swansea and Newport and the South Wales valleys to their north. The highest mountains in Wales are in Snowdonia and include Snowdon, Welsh, Yerwidfa, which, at 1,085 metres, 3,560 feet, is the highest peak in Wales. Wales has over 2,704 kilometres, 1,680 miles of coastline. Several islands lie off the Welsh mainland the largest of which is Anglesey, YNYS, Mon, in the northwest. Northern Ireland, separated from Great Britain by the Irish Sea and North Channel, has an area of 14,160 square kilometres, 5,470 square miles, and is mostly hilly. It includes Loch which, at 388 square kilometres, 150 square miles is the largest lake in the British Isles by area. The highest peak in Northern Ireland is Slieve Donard in the Mourne Mountains at 852 meters (2795 feet). The constitution of the United Kingdom is uncodified and consists mostly of a collection of disparate written sources, including statutes, judge-made case law and international treaties, together with constitutional conventions. Nevertheless, the Supreme Court recognizes a number of principles underlying the British Constitution, such as parliamentary sovereignty, the rule of law, democracy, and upholding international law. The Supreme Court also recognizes that some acts of Parliament have special constitutional status and are therefore part of the Constitution. These include Magna Carta, which in 1215 required the king to call a common council, now called Parliament, to represent people, to hold courts in a fixed place, to guarantee fair trials, to guarantee free movement of people, to free the church from the state, and to guarantee rights of common people to use the land. Most of Magna Carta is no longer in force, those principles it established that still exist are mostly protected by other enactments. After the Wars of the Three Kingdoms and the Glorious Revolution, the Bill of Rights 1689 and the Claim of Right Act 1689 cemented Parliament's position as the supreme lawmaking body and said that the election of members of Parliament ought to be free. In accordance with the principle of parliamentary sovereignty, the UK parliament can carry out constitutional reform through acts of parliament and thus has the political power to change or abolish almost any written or unwritten element of the constitution. No sitting parliament can pass laws that future parliaments cannot change. The United Kingdom is a unitary state under a constitutional monarchy. King Charles III is the monarch and head of state of the UK as well as fourteen other independent countries. These fifteen countries are sometimes referred to as commonwealth realms. The monarch is formally vested with all executive authority as the personal embodiment of the crown. The disposition of such powers, however, including those belonging to the royal prerogative, is generally exercised only on the advice of ministers of the crown responsible to parliament. Nevertheless, in the performance of executive duties, the monarch has the right to be consulted, the right to encourage, and the right to warn. The UK is a parliamentary democracy operating under the Westminster system otherwise known as a democratic parliamentary monarchy. The Parliament of the United Kingdom is sovereign. It is made up of the House of Commons, the House of Lords and the Crown. The main business of Parliament takes place in the two Houses but Royal Assent is required for a bill to become an act of Parliament law. For general elections, elections to the House of Commons, the UK is divided into 650 constituencies, each of which is represented by a Member of Parliament MP. MPs hold office for up to 5 years and are always up for re-election in general elections. The Conservative Party, Labour Party and Scottish National Party are, respectively, the current first, second and third largest parties by number of MPs in the House of Commons. The Prime Minister is the head of government in the United Kingdom. Nearly all Prime Ministers have served concurrently as First Lord of the Treasury and all Prime Ministers have continuously served as First Lord of the Treasury since 1905, Minister for the Civil Service since 1968 and Minister for the Union since 2019. In modern times, the Prime Minister is, by Constitutional Convention an MP. The Prime Minister is appointed by the monarch and their appointment is governed by constitutional conventions. However, they are normally the leader of the political party with the most seats in the House of Commons and hold office by virtue of their ability to command the confidence of the House of Commons. The Prime Minister not only has statutory functions alongside other Ministers, It is the monarch's principal advisor and it is for them to advise the monarch on the exercise of the royal prerogative in relation to government. In particular, the Prime Minister recommends the appointment of ministers and chairs the cabinet. The geographical division of the United Kingdom into counties or shires began in England and Scotland in the early Middle Ages, and was completed throughout Great Britain and Ireland by the early modern period. Administrative arrangements were developed separately in each country of the United Kingdom with origins that often predated the formation of the United Kingdom. Modern local government by elected councils, partly based on the ancient counties, was established by separate Acts of Parliament in England and Wales in 1888, Scotland in 1889 and Ireland in 1898, meaning there is no consistent system of administrative or geographic demarcation across the UK. Until the 19th century there was little change to those arrangements, but there has since been a constant evolution of role and function. The organization of local government in England is complex with the distribution of functions varying according to local arrangements. The upper tier subdivisions of England are the nine regions now used primarily for statistical purposes. One of the regions, Greater London, has had a directly elected assembly and mayor since 2000 following popular support for the proposal in a 1998 referendum. It was intended that other regions would also be given their own elected regional assemblies, but a proposed assembly in the northeast region was rejected by a referendum in 2004. Since 2011, 10 combined authorities have been established in England. 8 of these have elected mayors, elections for which first took place in May 2017. Below the regional tier, some parts of England have county councils and district councils and others have unitary authorities, while London consists of 32 London boroughs and the City of London. Councilors are elected by the the first-past-the-post system in single-member wards or by the multi-member plurality system in multi-member wards. For local government purposes, Scotland is divided into 32 council areas with a wide variation in both size and population. The cities of Glasgow, Edinburgh, Aberdeen and Dundee are separate council areas as is the Highland Council which includes a third of Scotland's area, but only just over 200,000 people. Local councils are made up of elected councillors, of whom there are 1,223. They are paid a part-time salary. Elections are conducted by single transferable vote in multi-member wards that elect either three or four councillors. Each council elects a provost or convener to chair meetings of the council and to act as a figurehead for the area. Local government in Wales consists of 22 unitary authorities, each led by a leader and cabinet elected by the council itself. These include the cities of Cardiff, Swansea and Newport, which are unitary authorities in their own right. Elections are held every four years under the the first-past-the-post system. Since 1973, local government in Northern Ireland has been organized into 26 district councils, each elected by single transferable vote. Their powers are limited to services such as waste collection, dog control, and maintaining parks and cemeteries. In 2008, the executive agreed on proposals to create 11 new councils and replace the present system.